Hello beautiful people, thank you so much as always for clicking on this podcast and this particular episode of Joe Blogs about films, whether you're a first time listener or long time listener, all the same, it really is super super appreciated. Uh, this is another bonus blogs episode, as usual weekly we are reviewing each episode, or rather just giving my thoughts on the episode of the latest release from The Last of Us and here we are yet again with another one in episode 6 titled Kin, uh, again an episode that I really did love, like I always See, well, I'm always loving each episode, but like with every week, every obviously looking forward to Monday, I'm like, I can't wait for The Last of Us, so excited for it. But then at the same time, I'm like, oh God, what kind of gut punch is waiting for me this week? You know what I mean? But the, this series is is it's just progressively just getting better. And I did really like in this one how we just again focused solely and primarily on Joel and Elliot, more so Joel, which again, we'll come and dive more into that because Pedro Pascal, again, just knocking it out of the park, as to Bella Ramsey, and they are absolutely, oh, just killing it in these roles. But this episode was directed by Jasmilia Zbanic, again, apologies if I'm mispronouncing that, and I really, really did dig again what Craig Mazin and everyone involved had put together with this. We got some fantastic snow settings, I loved that setting, like we don't really see much of that in the, uh, in like Apocalypse TV shows or or, see, or films, sorry. So to kind of see that setting, I know we've had it in Walking Dead like once, but really, really loved like some of the say the 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 wide shots and the like discovery shots, should we say? Because um, it all looked absolutely wonderful. Um, but all of that, obviously, the setting, the setup, the the new locations that we see in this, obviously the new community. Um, all in all, it does still you know heavily revolve around more so Joel, but both Joel and Ellie. And this episode again, Kin was just another another fantastic one. So before we dive into it, obviously the podcast is available on Apple, Spotify and Google Podcasts, rss.com, all that, where we get your podcast fix, it'll be there. Do hit the notification, like button, whatever, follow button on any of that, whatever it is you're listening to, that too would be amazing. And leave us a review, because I would very much appreciate it. The final thing as well is to jump onto the socials, search your blogs about films into Instagram and into Facebook. Give us a like and a follow on there to be updated with each episode. Here we go then, The Last of Us, Kin, as I stated, I mean, it's going to be the same each week, listeners, I'm just going to be there going, yep, really, really liked it, so it's just another one that, again, adds more to, and just, again, extra layers to these characters, like, I really, really can't wait to talk a little bit more about, obviously, Joel in this episode, but it's three months since what happened with Henry and Sam, it's an interesting approach and choice, I felt as well, to change that setup and not see the grief at its purest of dealing with this loss and traumatic event that they happened and they witnessed, like literally Henry killed himself, shot himself in front of Joel and Ellie. Like the cry that Ellie made out at the end of that as well, I thought was just so, again, that actual gut punch, but moving uh, really, really was someone that had witnessed something truly horrific. And I thought that Bella Ramsey super well in that moment. But it is clear that even though we've had the three months gap, that both Joel and Ellie are still coping with what has happened. But they're also coping of surviving together, and the, the, the relationship's obviously shifted a little bit. There is more of that, as we keep stating, father and daughter relationship that's in there, but it's, it's ever so more prominent due to that three-month gap. So I do like the kind of shift of doing that time jump. You know, under the surface, there's a real dilemma that they both have, which is the essential fear of losing one another, um, something that this episode really, really... Uh, runs with for both these characters um is a very lovely humorous moment as well at the uh, at the start with the couple that i thought was just excellent writing again craig mazin doing stellar work here you know meeting that that couple it really brought the tension of what happened last week and it had just excellent chuckles in there as i say the the, the fireflies line uh where the, the old lady uh confused what the fireflies are 
in this world um, to the actual fireflies that appear in the summer. She's like, there are firefly people now. Just, I, I thought it was wonderful. I, I also felt that the scene really showcased again that theme of love that the show has. Like all the way through, love is ever so prominent, and it can it's showing again that it can prevail in this dark world. Uh, and again, it's another pure form of that. These two people that are taking themselves off away before the outbreak had happened. They've 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 survived together. And with that comes obviously the interruption of, of and, and dis- disruption, I should say, of Joel and Ellie entering this two people's lives. But again, it shows that Joel isn't that same guy that he used to be, something that is mentioned and brought up in this episode, obviously, when they reach the community that his brother Tommy is located. You know, he could have gone in all guns blazing in that cabin. Um, however, he only wants to know where they were on the map, so violence just wasn't, wasn't needed. Um, I love the moment as well. Uh, where he's at, he asked the husband to like po- he asked the husband to point on the map um, as to where they were and says that his answer better be the same as what his wife has just said. And again, that quick moment between the two of them, that back back and forth of did you tell him the truth? And she's like, yeah. Before then pointing to their location again, matching what 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 she was what she provided Joel. It's just a sweet moment, just another sweet moment that the show can have. As mentioned before, this episode obviously focuses on the relationship between Joel and Ellie, but as stated as well, that it is more of a Joel-centered episode than it is Ellie's. You know, we still get little pockets where the audience really gets into the mindset of Ellie, but we'll we'll come to that in a few moments because I think this could be the best performance of Pedro Pascal as Joel that the series has had so far in this episode. As mentioned many times on this pod, I love him in this role. I think he's embodied and captured everything a live adaptation needed and required of Joel, and probably then some. But this episode really showcases his acting chops. Like we've got a clear sense of vulnerability for Joel. Like In many ways, ultimately, it's all coming back to his care and newfound love for Ellie. Not in that way, obviously, but in the father-daughter way, as we keep mentioning. But we see time and time again in this episode of Joel just not coping and having panic attacks. On the surface, he doesn't seem to know why, but clearly it's... It's, it, but clearly he's fractured and there's a deep rooted trauma harking all the way back to what happened to Sarah. Like in the past three months, on top of what we've seen of, of this relationship already, him and Ellie have grown closer. Ellie is dependent on him, much like Sarah was. And this is breaking Joel bit by bit because he doesn't want anything bad to happen to Ellie, which we really see and understand this when he confides and opens up to Tommy. Um, I genuinely found his monologue with Tommy in the workshop really moving powerful all those emotions and you can see these the seams of his wounds just reopening as he's pouring and pouring talking how helpless he felt when Tommy's people surrounded them and the sniffer dog was having a sniff for signs of infections which again is a moment that was really intense this episode like we as the audience have no idea how that was going to go down like at the same time as as for Joel like he was just stood there helplessly waiting for what he thought the inevitable of, of losing someone close again um, also, to, also talking about how like Henry killed Sam to save her and how Joel is just not fit enough anymore to look after her. He's older, clearly suffering from all sorts of physical damage and the like toll mentally as well that like, he's had to endure over the years and just feels and believes that he's not the right person to finish this mission. The scene, that scene absolutely crushed. Like It was so good. Pedro Pascal really got into that character's mindset to deliver such a a, a blow and a real heavy monologue that I thought was just superb. His acting in this was just <laughs> really, really excellent. Added to the fact that he and Ellie do have that fallout and argument, which is a big moment within the game. Everyone's obviously been talking about that, a really big moment. It's like 
the only way for Joel to save Ellie is to push her away, especially since Ellie has now found out about Sarah and why Joel is the way he is. And she wants him to know that she isn't her and that she's just, she's different. She can take care of herself. She's, she's even watched over Joel while he fell asleep on the night watch. And she's picking up things from him and to help her survive. You know, what they have is a unique and completely different relationship to Joel and Sarah's, which isn't at all a bad thing. It's just that Joel doesn't want to care for someone that may end up dying again. So there's a real complicated strain there on that relationship that they that, that needed this kind of bust up for them to be even closer. Do you know what I mean? But that scene between them was so good. Like if you watch scene by scene in terms of the game to, to TV adaptation of, of the, the fallout, you know, when Joel exclaims, you have no idea what loss is, this and that. It was literally the same uh, it was excellent. I thought, again, perfect delivery from both of them. I, I loved loved that scene. That's gone right up there in one of the favourites. Um, obviously, touching upon Ellie, and she, again, she's just an innocent kid at the end of the day that's found someone that as of yet hasn't abandoned her. She is still dealing with her great purpose in this world, but his doubts for it all, which we see clearly when they sat around the campfire, and she's asking those questions, whether taking samples of whatever will actually work and you know, she explains to Joel that she, she tried to save Sam using her blood, but to no avail, whilst Joel explains that Marlene knows what she's talking about. And if she says that they can do it, they can do it. Whether he believes that or not, it's what Ellie needs to hear right now. And again, that is just showcasing the parental figure that Joel is now for Ellie. Ellie has serious doubt and concern about whether this plan will work. It's that kind of reassurance that a child needs when they're scared. They go to their parents to confide in and be close and talk to them about their problem uh, and want them to tell them that everything will be okay. And Joel does exactly that. And I really like that Ellie doesn't take crap from anyone and essentially calls a spade a spade. I'm sure, obviously I've said that before about her, but it just really excels in specific circumstances, does that. Like this episode has a few great moments, in particular the back and forth that she has with Maria, Tommy's wife, about Joel. Maria clearly has a warped view of who Joel is from, from what she's learned from Tommy and only knows a certain part about his life and living through the apocalypse, whereas Ellie is in the here and now with him, which her defending him is, again, another reason she blows a lid at Joel when he comes to say, hey, Tommy's going to take you for the rest of the way now. See ya. It's almost like, well, crap, I just defended you when your brother's wife was talking this about you. Now you're just going to prove her right and me wrong. Like, clearly, Ellie clearly now sees Joel as that reliable parent, as we just stated there. She doesn't need to choose who she should be with for this journey, rather, you know, who you should be with for this for this mission. It's not about whether you're fit enough or tough enough. It's about a genuine connection and care, which clearly they do have for one another, which makes the ending so much more powerful when Joel and Ellie come across a few bad people on the next leg of their journey and Joel is ultimately stabbed with a broken piece of bat. Ellie's pretty much begging Joel to stay alive as she needs him. I mean, one could argue that it's it's kind of like a selfish approach that she says things like lines of, I can't do this, or I don't know where we are, words to that effect anyways. But I think it's certainly more than that. Like it, it, we saw a few moments ago, like the sniper sequence where he's teaching her to to shoot. They're, they're just a pretty good team in this and they're becoming to become best friends. Like something always makes them stronger as a two. And I think this will be another example of that, what's just happened at the end of the episode. Because... I'm assuming Joel will be fine, but this, again, the changes and such in the TV series, who knows, you know what I mean? But I thought it was just a, 
a really somber ending to the to the show. I said with the particular choice of, of song as well. It's just kind of like you just don't know. You know what I mean? Like you, you if they were going to kill him off there and then, they, they may have done. You know what I mean? But I found it a really powerful ending to the to the actual episodes. Um, the over other things in this episode as well that I, I really liked. Obviously, the embrace between Joel and Tommy when they reunite and find each other. You know, we'd gone through this like really intense and stressful situation with the dog and the surroundings as we mentioned earlier. To then, you know, was Joel exclaims who he is, and you know, Maria then realizes this probably will be Tommy's brother. Takes him back, takes him back to the community. It's just a wonderful moment of, of again, hope and and love. You know what I mean? Like between brother and brother, the, the crying out of Tommy's name as Joel arrives really hit hard as it was a real sense of shock, disbelief, happiness, you know. It was, again, the light in the darkness. And I thought that the settlement and the community that Tommy is, is, at, is at, it looked really great and felt like a real solid foundation, something that... Ellie's probably, well, won't have really seen anything like this. Like she says, everything effing works or something to that effect. Um, it, it was just a real great community. It's something that, again, we, I've seen it, we've, we've seen in other apocalypse shows, such as like The Walking Dead and stuff, but this one had that real, like, I don't know, a, a real sense of community. Um, you know, they have a pretty good but dark word of mouth uh, for this community as well that that we learned from the couple at the start how they dump bodies near a specific river like don't go past this river you know they dump bodies there some infected some not so yeah like a real like a bad word of mouth but they need that they need to have that negative to stop people coming to attack to invade this and that because like, like maria says if they didn't have that they'd just be open for for the taking in that sense um obviously when it came to like the panic attacks as well that pedro pascal's joel was going through like I loved what they did to get really close, like really in that personal space, you know, camera-wise to, to Joel when he was having those panic attacks, using like shaky cam at times to really give the sense of someone losing it. And I've said multiple times just how exceptional Pedro Pascal was in this episode. Like the range with his emotions is probably my favourite, again, like I said, favourite performance from him in this series so far. Um, so yeah, a lot of praise again for this episode, Kin of The Last of Us. I cannot wait for next week's. I think they're going to be showing more of what happened with Ellie. That'll be a very heavy Bella Ramsey episode, which I really can't wait to see more and see what she does with this character and see what happened and how that transpired for Ellie. I know that it's the DLC of the game, but it's just cool that they're kind of in, they're, you know mixing the story up and plonking that one next week um, so we can really build up to to a finale, you know I mean, to the finale. Uh, it's very exciting. Like, I think it's been absolutely wonderful, this TV series. I'll be saying that again on the next episode about The Last of Us. But let me know your thoughts, more importantly. I want to know what you think. Are you enjoying The Last of Us still? Are you really enjoying this adaptation? How did you find Kane? Was it another great episode? And yeah, let me know how you feel in the coming weeks about The Last of Us. As usual, thank you so much for your support. Jump onto the socials, all that jazz. Get in touch. Love to have a chit-chat. But until the next episode, thank you again and take care.